Welcome to another episode of Unapologetic Me Podcast. How are we doing, everyone? How are we dealing? Did we make it through this heat wave? Are we okay? It looks like September said, fuck y'all, I'm going to go out with the bang. Because that is what that bitch did. She decided that we were going to get another round of 100 degree temperature and I'm over it. I am so over it. I am done. Dunzo. Oh, that's my dog's barking. You know, they like to make a special appearance now and then. Um, Like I mentioned, welcome back. Thank you all for the continued support. I appreciate every single listen. I appreciate every single one of you who has subscribed, taken the time, has shared the podcast to other people. I truly 110% appreciate it. And life can only get better from here, y'all. Recently, I had a hummingbird appear appear to me. And I had never had one appear like that. Because in my backyard, I don't have plants. I don't have trees. I don't have flowers. Like, my backyard is, like, desolate. Like, it's (laughs) concrete, dirt, done. And... There was not there was no reason for the hummingbird to appear. And it did when I was feeding the dogs and I looked it up because I'm all about signs. I am all about what things mean. I always see the number 555 every time I I, I unlock my phone. It's always 555 or 333. And I think the meaning of those has always been new growth like reborn and I am here for it and apparently the hummingbird means positive energy my way and y'all that is exactly what I needed it's exactly what I've been trying to manifest because I want to live in positive energy all the time and I know it's not possible all the time because shit happens we all know that we've all have experienced the the uphill battle of getting to a place where we're so comfortable and calm and yet have someone just cut us down at the knees so all the positive energy hopefully is coming my way i felt it and the hummingbird literally hovered and if you have never seen hummingbirds before they do this thing where that it's they're not even flying it looks like they're like levitating have you have you guys ever seen that google it youtube it um hummingbirds just have a different way of flying like it's just like i said it looks like they're levitating and this one levitated for a bit like it would go up and down and side to side like it was looking for something and i kept looking at it and i'm like oh man like okay and when i went outside it was right above me and i was like okay like hopefully hummingbirds mean something good and lucky for me i did i googled it it means positive energy my way good things and i am all about that we are officially in fall we are officially in spooky season i could not wait to get to october and although these next few months are going to go by so fucking fast because the lord taketh the lord giveth and then it takes my favorite time away so fast and I feel like we sit between January and May for so long like it feels eternal 
you know. And the only good thing about getting to summer is that three months after that, it's finally our time to shine. And I hate it. I hate it. I was talking to Johnny, the star of the show, uh, in my last episode. And I was talking to him about, well, I literally just told him, I think I have seasonal depression. And he's like, get off WebMD. (laughs) Which I should never be allowed to get on WebMD, ever, in my life. It should be blocked from my phone. And I experienced, I think, in summer, I experienced the seasonal depression. And I posted this up on my Insta stories on my personal page. Hans, thank you. And I said, does anybody else feel this way? Like during summer, like I feel like in the summer, I don't thrive. I feel like the sun tires me out. It just makes me super fucking lazy. And I just don't want to do anything. I'm not motivated, nothing. And right after that 10-day heat dome that we had, remember that? Uh, And it got super cool. I feel like that couple of days, I thrived so hard. Like, I was so motivated. Like, I just, I came back to life. And normally they say you're supposed to thrive more in the summer. Because, you know, you get the vitamin D from the sun and the light. And to be honest, I fucking hate the light. I I hate it. I keep my curtains Oh, my God, this dog. Hans! Enough! Oh, my God. I keep my curtains closed all the time because, as we know, the sun rises in the east and the sun sets in the west. And my bedroom is on the east. So it's like, good morning, with the sun in the morning. And then in the afternoon... On the other side of my house, on the west, is my living room and kitchen. So we bounce back, you know, on the weekends. It's like, okay, well, let's go to the kitchen because it's cooler. And then in the afternoon, it's like, let's go to the room. But I hate the light. I absolutely hate the light. Anybody with me? Anyone? Is it just me? Yeah. So when it's overcast and all that, that's when I open my window. Like I open the blinds. I will let that sunlight, quote unquote, come in. Uh, I am, I, I feel alive. I wake up with such energy. I am such in a good mood. And that carries over all the way until, what is it, like April, May. And then my mood just goes to shit again. So I think I have seasonal depression during the wrong time, the wrong season. <laughs> Because I know most people get it uh, after it starts getting cooler and when the sun starts going down sooner. I know my friend Erica hates it. She hates coming to work when the sun's not out and she hates leaving work when the sun is in. So she basically starts off her work day in darkness and ends it in darkness and she absolutely hates it. And I mean, I can see it. I can see at five o'clock when it gets dark, Most people are like, well, that's it. Like, day's over. And I'm like, the day has just begun, you know? And I know for some time people are like, let's get rid of daylight savings time. But honestly, like, 
once November 6th hits, write it down, y'all. November 6th, that is daylight savings time. We fall back because it's fall. So we all gain an hour of sleep. I guess that's, you know, plus side. We all get an extra hour of sleep. Some of us need it more than others. Uh, but yeah, November 6th, it's just, I'm ready. I am so ready, y'all. And today I wanted to discuss the, what everyone always has been talking about the last, I want to say maybe four years, how it's really, really come to light a little bit more uh, than what it used to be in the past, and that is self-care, okay? In our culture, you know, we have, I have a lot of Hispanic friends, a lot of um, South American friends, is that it, you know? Um, and self-care, although it's, it's been in existence since the beginning of time, I'm assuming, um, it hasn't really been prevalent in my life, at least. And I know a lot of people in the Hispanic Latino community do not take self-care seriously because self-care means selfish if that makes any sense and i am here to tell you that self-care my friend is not fucking selfish self-care is absolutely 100 percent essential in our lives especially now in 2018 i took a vicarious trauma class yes that's what it was called and honestly we had no idea what it was we were like hmm at work, we were required to take it. It was one of those classes where our supervisor told us this day you're going for the class, so don't schedule time off, don't do anything, this is the day you're going. And I'm like, okay. And didn't know anything about what vicarious trauma was. We just assumed, we're like, hmm, what is she talking about? At that point, we thought they were talking about like the recent um, workplace shootings, stuff like that that was going on. We thought that maybe that's that's what that was. I believe San Bernardino had already happened. You know, uh, that situation where there was a gunman, you know, an employee that, you know, killed a bunch of San Bernardino employees. Um, I, th- I think that's that happened. When did that happen? 2016, 17, maybe. And we were just oblivious. We didn't know what what was going on. So we're like, OK. And when we got to the class and we realized that this person teaching us vicarious trauma was essentially telling us that we need to take our PTO. We've all had worked in a place where even though we're required to take our breaks and our lunches, sometimes we didn't. Sometimes those 15-minute breaks, we're like, oh, we don't need it. We're fine. We can just plow through it. Or even during our lunch. We work during our lunch. And this vicarious trauma class has told us that when we got to that point where we were essentially just numb, like, we had to stop. And to tell you that everybody in that class, everybody was pretty much almost in tears because... Here was somebody teaching us 
that we we basically needed to take a minute that we needed it was essential for us to take our days off to take a mental health day to request that sick time that we're allowed to request now in some jobs i know that we uh you don't accrue uh sick time vacation time but for those of you that do it is accruing for a reason why are you holding on to it what is that purpose why do you have 400 hours of sick and 400 hours of vacation are you saving it for something specific if you are great keep doing what you're doing but if you're not what is the reason for hoarding it and that is what they kept trying to teach us in that class and everybody had a story everybody we all (laughs) i think we all threw our bosses and our managers and our supervisors under the bus that day because we would tell them like oh we tell our bosses this and they don't respond or we ask for this time off and this and that and i want to say there was at least a couple of people that would be crying in that class because we have all we had all gotten to the point at that time this was 2018 where we were so numb going to work and we were so just scared of management because they would scare the shit out of you. You know, my ex-boss would, she would give us hell. If she was in a bad mood, everybody was in a fucking bad mood. And we would call off in the parking lot. We would, there were times where I would push myself out of bed where I would get Okay, I'm like, I got to go to work. I got to go to work. And I would force myself to get ready, get in my car. And the second that I would pull into the parking lot and park, I'd be like, I can't do this. Why? Because who knew what kind of person we were going to get that day? Who knew how much in a bad mood she was going to be in? And no fault to our own, you know? But, I mean, it was, it was pretty much... How everyone felt because we were just we were just going with the motions you know we were just working we were just existing and after that class I remember at ex-boss at the time sent an extremely tone-deaf email I am here for you for no matter what you need please I have an open-door policy Nobody believed it at all. And what did everybody start doing? We started taking our PTO. That's what we started doing. So self-care, everyone. Self-fucking-care. In the last couple of years, it's really been something that everyone has started to advocate for. Advocate? Advocate. And I think it is essential for every human being on this earth to practice self-care in whatever form that you think is necessary for you to recharge your battery, to feel a little bit of zen, to start off the day, the week, the weekend in a positive light as opposed to a negative one. Like, what is it? What are some things that you do or you wish that you could do for self-care i'm here to tell you that you definitely can self-care does not have to be expensive self-care does not have to be 
going away for the weekend to a fancy hotel and getting a massage, being by the beach. I mean, granted, that is quite lovely, let me tell you. But everybody has their own ways of dealing with stress, of managing stress. Everyone has their ways of decompressing, you know, from the day. Some of us work, you know, hands-on jobs, you know, warehouse workers, etc. There's other people that, you know, drive trucks for a living. You know, you work for processing places. You know, some of us, majority of us, we work in offices. And although our physical bodies don't get tired mentally, I know that some of us are exhausted as fuck when we get home. And some of us are stay-at-home mothers uh, or fathers who are dealing with, you know, your, your little ones while the other person's at work or vice versa. And you still need to provide yourself with self-care. So it doesn't matter the situation. Uh, I know some situations are a little bit harder to get that self-care going. That is okay. We're going to talk about it. We are going to talk about it because I feel it's essential. I want you listening today to be able to go home or if you're already home, do something for yourself that will provide you self-care. Now, back in the day, what do we think self-care was? We thought for women, getting your nails done. You know, getting a pedicure. For men, what was it? Probably was happy hour. Who knows? That stigma that men don't need self-care is out the fucking window. Out. Gone. That mindset of, oh, men should never get pedicures. Men should never. That's machista shit. We're not doing that here. Bye. If you're machista, get the fuck out of here. Unsubscribe now. Because we're not doing that bullshit here. Because uh, I'm here to tell you that Mr. Johnny J. Ramirez, he gets his pedicures. Yeah. He found a place. It's called Hammer Nails. Okay, this is not an ad. Okay, I'm not sponsored or anything. But he goes to a place called Hammer Nails in Rancho, right by his work. And he signed up. He had been looking at this place for a while. It's It's been there for a few years now. And every time he says, I'm going to get a membership, I'm, I'm going to get a membership, And for a while, I would talk him out of it. Like, why would you want to pay that much for a membership? Like, just go, you know, to my nail salon. Like, 25, 30 bucks, like, you're good. And he would. He would join me when I go get pedicures. I'd have to wait for him because Mr. Let me get the number three, which is like the foot scrub and the leg scrub and then the warm towels on your legs. Half of the time, I'd be waiting for him. And he found this place and he tried it a few months ago and he absolutely loved it. He gets his hair cut there. He gets his feet done. Uh, He hasn't got manicures yet, but I know he will. And he says that he feels so good. They they provide alcoholic beverages, which I'm pretty sure he loves. Uh, It's quiet. They have a, a TV for you. You can watch any sport channel that you want. You want another beer? Here's another beer. And he loves it. He absolutely loves it. And before, you know, he was in that mindset of, no, no, like guys don't get pedicures, whatever. But little by little, when I took him the first time, he actually enjoyed it. And now he has a membership and he does that. He can get two services a month. You know, I think last month he got a haircut or 
think it was a beard trim, something. But he got his feet done. He got the scrub. It, he got a facial the other time. <laughs> and I'm proud of him. I'm so proud of him because, you know, growing up, it was, you know, men don't do that. Men don't need to do that. That's something that only women do. And I'm here to tell you, men, you do whatever the fuck you want to do. If you've never gotten a pedicure before, I'm like, you don't want to walk around with lizard feet. I'm sorry. Nobody wants to walk around with lizard feet. If you have the means, do it. Do it one time. Get it done. See how it feels. You're going to absolutely love it. And I mentioned that self-care looks different to everybody. Uh, Whatever self-care, like I mentioned, doesn't have to be just manicures and pedicures and massages. It doesn't. Self-care could be a simple trip to Target where you walk around, you grab your Starbucks or you go to the bookstore. You pick up your favorite book and you read for like an hour or two in the afternoon. And I know with children, it's a little bit harder to get those moments in because you're constantly, you know, we live in a world where both parents, unfortunately, have to work. You know, some people don't have the luxury of being a stay-at-home mom. And it's not just a luxury to be a stay-at-home mom because it is work. Or a stay-at-home parent. I'm going to say stay-at-home parent. Because it is work, regardless. You know, you're doing something great for your child. But there's a lot of people that don't have the luxury of saying, oh, I can make my wife a stay-at-home wife or I can make my husband a stay-at-home husband. Because it's, I think it's acceptable at this point, whether it's the man or the woman, Whoever one is the one that wants to take on that task and whoever wants to take on the task of raising your children, I commend you because I wouldn't be able to do that. I would not be able to be a stay-at-home parent to little kids. For me, myself, I would feel inadequate. I feel like I wasn't bringing anything to the table. Um, But for those stay-at-home parents, you need that time too. You know, you need to have your moment because you're here at home with your kids all day okay it's a job it is work it is a extremely selfless job where you are on call 24 fucking 7 doesn't matter you don't get sick days you don't get vacation days you know what i mean you can't just wake up in the morning and tell your children hey hi (laughs) yeah mommy's not feeling good so i'm gonna go ahead and take a sick day y'all take care of yourselves no there is no such thing so if you have a partner talk to your partner Communicate your needs because the one thing I think that we all need to learn and be a little bit better with is communication. And I say that with myself too. Me and Johnny, even though we sound amazing together, one of our issues is communication. Even being together for 17 years, we still are working on our communication because it's not great. It's not horrible, but we can definitely improve on that. So I say communicate with your partner what it is that you need. And like I said, self-care does not have to be expensive. If you want a moment where you just want to lay on your couch and just watch trash TV and eat your favorite snack, do it. Do not hesitate. Tell your partner, hey, I here's some ideas to take the kids somewhere, take them for an hour or two boom don't worry about cleaning don't worry about your household no worry about you and vice versa give your partner the option to be like hey i know you've been working hard i know this and that why don't you take like an hour or two to yourself 
it is essential people you have to you have to prioritize yourself sometimes in life i would prefer all the time but sometimes you have to prioritize yourself just a little bit more now for those of you that can and you want to take a vacation somewhere take a vacation take a weekend away you know grab a babysitter if you have children take a day take two days if you love to be in the desert go to the desert get yourself an airbnb a hotel if you just like to be by the pool go by the pool you know read a book just do something for yourself where you don't have to worry about anything you don't have to worry about oh i gotta get this ready i gotta get that no don't take your work stuff with you leave it at home okay and for those of you like i mentioned that are hoarding your pto your sick time take it take it because your job is not going to hesitate to fill your position if you pass away all your vacation time is gone all your sick time is gone for what for nothing i have a friend who recently transferred from a location where we work at she works now in my building and she spent so much time into the building that she worked for i'm talking she worked so much overtime overtime that i didn't even know existed that you could do in our work in our line of work uh she would work sunday through friday okay half hour lunches she would work almost 10 11 12 hour days so naturally when she would get home she has two little girls she'd be tired she was tired she was go 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 like all the time okay and i always told her you need to get out of there it's stressing you the fuck out you need to leave okay and the one thing about her job that's unfortunate is that when you request a transfer to another location, they unfortunately can tell you no. When I tell you that she was essential in her building, she was essential. I mean, it's going to take four people to be able to replace her with all the shit she used to do. That's how good. She's great. She's great at what she does. We both started together. Uh, we got hired at this on the same day uh 11 years ago she is my ride and die and when she got to my place of work my building for a while she did not know what to do with herself because she was so used to the go 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 and she's she she told me i think like two weeks in she's like i get home and i don't know what to do i'm like what do you mean she's like i have all this time like I, I don't have a hobby. Like, I don't, I don't know what to do. She was so consumed with work. She was so consumed with the stress of it all that she had no idea how to function, how to spend her afternoons. Like, before she used to tell her kids, oh, we'll do that on the weekend. Oh, we'll do that on the weekend. And now she says, I find myself doing crafts with the kids after work. She said her house is a mess that she used to clean when she used to get home. You know, she was always like, go, 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 because she knew on the weekend she couldn't because she had to go to work. And 
she's like, my house is a mess. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, I just get home and I spend time with my kids. And I say, eh, I'll clean on the weekend. And I'm like, bitch, as you should, you know? And I tell her, like, you need, you need to do that stuff. Like, now that you don't have the added stress, you need to take care of yourself, girl. You know, she's got a little, you know, health issues going on. And I told her, I bet you that the stress of your work, the stress that you were putting on yourself, the stress that this place was putting on you really, really, like, took it out in her body. So I'm here to report she's doing great. You know, she's almost a month in and we have lunch every day, which is great. And I'm happy for her. I'm so happy that she's actually able to leave work at work. Just like for you, leave work at work. There is nothing worse than bringing work home with you. You know, because on on a Friday afternoon, we should be able to leave work where it is and not think about it at all for nothing and that's where your self-care comes okay whatever that looks like to you you know whatever it looks like to you write it down do it if you need to take a getaway a one-day getaway take that trip somewhere if you have sick time to spare vacation time take it take a day off during the week when you normally wouldn't and either do something or do nothing. You know, one way I decompress is I'm in my car. I listen to podcasts. You know, all day I'm talking to people. I am, you know, putting on a show because where I work, you know, a lot of people don't come in happy. <laughs> so I try my best to alleviate the stress of when people come in. I try to make them comfortable. So all day I'm talking to people, either on the phone in person, even through email, and I'm exhausted. My brain is fucking fried. And one way I decompress, which is going to be very strange to you, and I and I acknowledge that, is I listen to my true crime podcasts. You would think, oh, I'm going to get in my car, I'm going to put on some Beyonce, some, you know, Renaissance, whatever. No, no, I listen to true crime podcasts. Because it decompresses me. It, it helps me to de-stress from the day. And I'm not trying to be rude or mean when you see me with my resting bitch face. You know, because I've had people come up to me and be like, Ooh, you look like you're, you're really pensive there. And I'm like, what? And it's not, like I said, it's not that I put on my resting bitch face on purpose. It's just, number one, that's how I look. But number two, I'm just decompressing. I am decompressing from the day because when I get home, I don't want to talk to anybody. Sometimes Johnny will tell me, have you talked to your mom? Have you talked to your grandma? And I'm like, no. And it's not because I don't want to, you know, to call them. I just don't want to talk to anybody. And that's one form for me of self-care is being able to decompress in that way. If you like to go to the beach, make it a point to go. You know, I know summer's pretty much over um but you know living in southern california there are still a few more weeks left of you know good weather go to the beach if you want to rent a hotel for the night and if all you want to do is 
be in your room and get room service and watch friends with the air conditioning going you order your room service and you just sleep that is, and that's all you want to do fucking do it do it if you want to go have lunch or dinner with a friend make that time to go have lunch and dinner with a friend and don't talk about work don't talk about your kids don't talk about anything anything related to your life talk about something else decompress self-care if that's your form of self-care do it do it uh if you let's see for me self-care is disneyland right now i'm in my prime of disneyland my you know magic key gets me into the park whenever i want i go i recharge my battery that way and i feel great i feel good you know, it gives me the energy to keep going. That's one form of self-care for me. Another form of self-care is I, every Sunday, I give my feet a nice soak in an oatmeal bath. You know, a couple of oils here and there, nice scrub, lotion them up, and I feel good, you know? Another form of self-care, uh, take a, a little day trip somewhere, somewhere where you haven't been. Explore the town, explore the goods, you know, uh, take a friend with you. Or if you just don't want to take a friend, go by yourself. There's absolutely nothing wrong with doing things by yourself. If that is your form of self-care, go watch a movie, a movie that maybe nobody else wants to go watch with you. Go to the matinee, watch it by yourself. Do something for you that doesn't, that's not going to require a, a lot of effort, a ton of effort, but just something like i said self-care does not have to be expensive okay but we have to get out of this mindset that it that self-care isn't essential because it is it is 110 percent essential for your mind your body and your soul because like i said your job it is regardless of where you work your job does not care about you as much as you think that they do. Okay, they don't. I mean, if you can DM me and send me a company that cares about you as much as you think they do, please let me know. That way I can stand corrected. But for the most part, your job does not care about you as much as you think that they do. You are putting all your effort into this job that will replace you in an instant you won't even have time to get cold before they're like "Ooh, let's go ahead and submit this job application thing on our website so that we can get people to apply they won't care they won't care so you have to care about you first and foremost you are your number one priority okay i've said it in other podcasts before you have to be good for yourself before you can be good for other people and like I said, in our culture, it is frowned upon because it's considered selfish. If you do anything for yourself, it is considered selfish. And coming from someone like me who is, <clears throat> excuse me, 100% trying to break those generational cycles that we got going on, I'm here to tell you self-care is not selfish. 
It is 100% essential in your life, in your kids' lives, in your marriage, or just for yourself. It is absolutely essential. Don't work the overtime if you don't have to. Don't volunteer to stay if you do not have to. Do your work at your best, the best of your ability. Put 100% into your work always. I'm never going to say be lazy. Be lazy at work. Who cares? No. Do your job. You know, you got hired for the position for a reason. Do your job 100%. Give it your all. But that is it. Not anymore. Not any less. Because the person that you should be investing in, the thing you should be investing in 100%, 200% of the time is yourself. Okay? So make a plan. Write it down. What are you going to do this week that is going to contribute to your self-care? Just do one thing this week and let me know what you did. I'm really curious. I'll probably be catching up on my reading. That to me brings me a lot of joy. It, it de-stresses my mind and, and I love it. I totally love it. So DM me. What is it one thing that you're going to do for yourself this week to de-stress? Whatever it is, I want to hear it. And tell me how it made you feel after you did. You can DM me uh, your response on Instagram and TikTok at unapologeticmepod. Or you can go ahead and DM me on Twitter as well at unapologeticvr. I am curious to, to uh, hear. And while you're at it, go ahead and rate, review, and subscribe so I can go ahead and get back into the circulation of the podcasting thing. You know, I want to be heard from more people and, and get more perspectives so I can bring you, you know, newer and fresher things that we can all talk about and discuss. Okay? So y'all have a fabulous week and because it is the weekend. Uh, enjoy your times. Uh, enjoy your fall events that are coming up. Uh, let's let's celebrate the best way we can. Let's decorate. Let's bring out the lights. Let's do all that. Let's have a fabulous holiday season, okay? Love you guys, and I will talk to you next week. Bye.